scientific type. I mean, the professor, the professor. Yo, what's good, y'all? My name is Chris Shreve, aka C Shreve, the professor, and welcome to another episode of Who Needs a Classroom podcast. Um, today's will be less academic um, than more anecdotal. Um, I had COVID recently, had the Omicron uh, variation. I guess one of the, I think there's like four or five versions of that even, and probably more developing every week. But yeah, I had the full full tilt uh, dose of it. I seem to get it along with the flu. I kind of got, I tested positive for another kind of flu as well. So I had like flu and COVID in tandem, which, you know, so that kind of skews maybe some of my experience. But uh, anyways, yeah, just wanted to get into that a little bit. We're going to call this episode Omicron and just uh, basically talk to you a b- little bit about my experience um, having COVID and not go too into it, but just kind of to give you an idea what to expect because the odds are at some point um, you'll end up with it. Um, I am vaccinated and have two boosters and you know still got it. So anyways, um, I went out on a couple shows uh, a couple weeks back. Uh, my man Spose came through with my good friend Jarv on a big nationwide rap tour, and they came through um, Raleigh and Knoxville. And so I went out there and rocked a couple back-to-back nights on tour with them. Um, they were amazing, great shows. It was I'm still kind of like in the very beginnings of getting back out there. And so it's like, man, it's so magical to be at rap shows. Um, it's so exciting and just fun to have, you know, even a half packed venue or, or just having that 50 people up front who are excited. Uh, it's, it's just, it's really a beautiful thing. And I've been excited to be out there, but it was instantly tempered by um, getting sick with COVID. Um, I'm assuming I got these rap shows. They were largely unmasked folks. Uh, I didn't wear my mask much. You know, when you can't really, I can't really do it a mask when I'm rapping, so I'm not going to have it on stage. Um, the first couple of shows I did last year, I would go out there with a mask early in the show, and then I would take it off on stage, but then that was kind of, that kind of felt weird to me because it kind of created an extra barrier, um, and there's always this audience, you know, performer barrier you're trying to break down, so I don't really like to, you know, I don't know. It was interesting. I, I kind of, you know, a year ago, I'm handling it differently than I did three months ago, et cetera, um, and the CDC guidelines kind of reflect that that came out this week. They kind of show the prog- the process we're going through. Uh, I'll get into that later. But, um, yes, yeah, so I think I probably got it at one of these two shows, although I could have also got it at a baseball tournament that we were at. I mean, I'm kind of, I guess, doing what the American folks are doing, trying to get back to, you know, living our lives. And I had been very hesitant on that for a while, but, I, you know, at some, a certain point, you're like, I got to do rap shows eventually. And uh, my son wants to play sports, so... You know, he was on the all-star team, and we hosted the state tournament. And um, so there were, you know, kids from all over. So I very well could have got it there. It was all outside, so maybe not there. But between the shows and the baseball tournaments and just, you know, kind of, I guess, kind of acting like it's all good, um, you know, that put my, I put myself in harm's way there. And so got COVID. Um, I got it, you know, on Sunday night, I think, and I had come home from like a Thursday-Friday set of shows I think that was right either Thursday Friday or yeah Thursday Friday and um so got it kind of almost like probably 48 hours after exposure which is kind of textbook uh somewhat so I got it Sunday night and then I had a full 10 days of it full 10 days I kept thinking I was through it and I was like man no I don't feel good and so it was a full 10 days of not feeling good 
And one of the primary, I, I kind of wanted, that's the main reason I wanted to go through this was just to kind of give you an idea what to expect, some of the symptoms, because some of them I was kind of expecting and I did, didn't get, and there's other ones that I wasn't expecting at all and I got huge doses of. So the big one that stood out to me was like the chills, um, like getting, you know, like a, you know, going chilling way down and then sweating and then kind of having this temperature disruption. And I had a fever too, but it wasn't that high, but if it would feel like I was super hot and then I would, next thing I know, I'm just like shaking and like, you know, with tremors of kind of being frigidly cold. And so that was a really weird set of symptoms I hadn't had before was the chills and sweats um, that came, I guess, with the fever. So that's something that, you know, you might want to be prepared for. Uh, I couldn't seem to get comfortable at night or if I was, you know, sometimes I'd be just need a blanket and then I need to throw the blanket off and it was, it was tricky. Um, so that was a primary symptom. I had that one early in the 10 days. So like th that was the first symptom I got. So that was like first day, three days. I had that as a pretty pronounced symptom. Um, this is highly contagious and virulent. Um, both my son and my wife got it. Uh, my son was like two days after me. And then she was two days. My wife was two days after him. So we were all, all kind of like delayed going through this. But um, she didn't get the chills. My wife didn't get the chills till way later, maybe day six or something. So it was interesting the different progressions. Um, she also tested positive for the flu that I got first and then later for COVID. So she got both, but got them staggered. I got them like the same time. My son didn't get the flu part. He just got the COVID part. So uh, another big symptom, uh, congestion and cough, um, big time, just like drainage, um, you know, nasally and kind of throat being just having, having a frog in your throat type of thing. I had that kind of the whole time. That was one of the last symptoms to go away. Um, early in the, the 10 days, I had a lot of coughing with that, and then that makes your throat really sore. Um, both my wife and my son complained of that one as kind of their primary symptom, like the throat cough, just being not being able to breathe that well, kind of congested. That was their, I think, one of, one of their big symptoms kind of throughout. Uh, my wife described it as like razor blades in her throat. I throat at one point. It was just, you know, you just ha trying to hack it up and you cough so much and you cough when you don't want to. And next thing you know, you're kind of just, you're just really um, raw in your throat, I guess. Um, other ones, that, another one I wasn't, was not expecting was like a digestive upset or, you know, kind of just your stomach being thrown off. And that could be, um, sometimes that was gas, like it could be like burping or farting, or it could be sometimes, you know, it's, it's you know, more serious, um, like just diarrhea, not vomiting. I didn't get any vomiting. I don't think any of my house really got too sick with vomiting. Um, sometimes maybe almost with the coughing fits, like almost, you know, you can get kind of choked up, but I don't think we had much of that, but our stomachs were, my stomach in particular was messed up. I kind of had like COVID gas for like days and days, like, and I couldn't figure out, it, but it was, and they were, it was like weird smells too. So anyways, not to get grossed out, but my, there was a definite digestive upset and I, and my wife was researching this and that is a, is a, um, common thing with certain, one of the strands of the Omicron, uh, um, variation. And so, yeah, so I didn't really expect that one, the digestive upset type thing, you know, not having an appetite, kind of being a little nauseous, that type of thing, um, but that could have been the flu that I had also. But no, I think I think my wife, well, she had the flu too. Uh, anyway, so it's interesting when you have two of them, you know, which one was which. But there was definitely a digestive component to it for me. Um, let's see, what else do I have? I did not have the taste and smell disruption. Uh, my wife did have that, and she was kind of upset about that. She did not like that she couldn't taste her food, or it, it really kind of made it tricky to want to eat anything. And so... That was a, a definite disruption for her and loss of smell. I didn't, I didn't have those. Those have both returned for her, I think, almost 100%. And um, so that's good. 
and you don't have to be gone for, I think that can be gone for longer. Uh, but I didn't have much of any taste or smell disruptions. I started to take the, um, like, you know, there's an anti-viral like, uh, medication that really just deals with symptoms. I took it one day. It's a little pack of pills. There's three pills in it. I forget the name of it. Sorry. Uh, but I, that messed up my taste. I took those on like the second day or third day or something like that. Um, and I didn't, I don't know, I kind of wanted, I, I told my wife, I'd, I'd rather deal with these other symptoms than to have like my taste. And it, it, I didn't like that how the medicine made me feel. And so that's a tricky thing. If the medicine's causing side effects that you don't like, are they worse than, you know, the disease itself? So, and then also I had heard about the rebound, like things that um, President Biden had where you, it can knock down your symptoms and literally make it where you don't test positive for COVID, but then later you test positive again. And I actually have a, this, a, another set of rap shows up in New England coming up. And I didn't want to have a rebound positive going into that because that I, I thought, I don't know, for some reason my brain was thinking that the, these, um, this medication might make my 10-day envelope longer. Like I might retest positive and it might be a 12-day or 14-day type of thing instead of being done with it at day 10 like I was. So that was kind of my thinking there. I did not take that medicine more than the first day because I just didn't like how it made me feel and the, it messed up my taste. That was the big thing for me. Um, so that was the main symptoms kind of there. Oh, and then just kind of feeling crappy, just like not feeling good, like fatigue, just feeling sick, you know, kind of feeling awful. It's definitely, it was like, did not feel, it wasn't minimal. I've heard of folks saying it was minimal and they just didn't, you know, it wasn't a big deal. It, it sucked. I was sick. I'm not sick often and I haven't been sick at all. I don't, I don't think in the last, hardly at all in the last two years, especially with all the mask wearing and everything and not being around people, I don't, I haven't been out to get sick. So I haven't been sick in a while, and it, it was rough. I was very, very sick. Um, the fatigue, the needing to rest, the you know needing fluids, just yeah, kind of feeling like you don't want to do anything uh, or be that productive. It was, it was rough. Um, and my my son and wife were both kind of confirmed that. Um, there was a new CDC recommendation this, or set of those that came out this week. It seems kind of some people were joking. They were kind of like throwing their hands up and saying, "Oh, we don't need to distance, and we don't need to." to test and various things so I don't know I didn't get all the way into it I'm not working in that field the way I used to I'm working now in athletic athletic performance and speed training and um, that type of thing speed goating it up and so um, I'm I'm looking at um, you know this at the way that of how they message it kind of the way that I would classically be trained it's like I'm not doing that as much but I still see it that way so you know, they're obviously have been off with their messaging the whole time. This one kind of does feel like they're throwing their hands up, but I think it's more individualized. Um, and so if you think about, you know, if, if you have a vulnerable population in your house that you're going to expose yourself to, say, say a baby or um, someone with, you know, um, some type of chronic disease or someone older or you know, just someone who might be more, more risky, you may want to think twice about the way you do that. And so it'd be good if they kind of made room for that. And I think they kind of did, but I think they're trying to individualize it, like, help us to get back and if you're you know you do have signs like shortness of breath or this very severe illness signs then we need to get you some specific treatment but not everybody has that and moving forward that may be the pattern so they're trying to adapt it and a lot of this is because it's been information in movement the whole time so it feels confusing to a lot of folks and that's very unfortunate because your your, your public reception of the information is going to be skewed and makes it tough for everybody to do their job um, one of the things I was going to kind of just say was that we've become, all of us, so much more knowledgeable about mitigation, about recognizing, oh, I'm sick, I don't feel good, I should stay home. Like, that's a thing, that's kind of not a new thing. 
Um, you should do that when you have the regular flu or common cold or, you know, measles. <laughs> you shouldn't go get other people sick. So we understand some basic mitigation, I think, as a population so much better than we used to. So let's do what makes sense. Does it pass kind of the dumbness test to you? If there's a huge outbreak of and, and people are kind of getting hospitalized more and more, if, if that was to go back up, you know, that might not be the time to go book that flight. You know, use your common sense there. We've all developed a new level of common sense regarding uh, disease and um, you know, viral infections, et cetera. So think about it differently if you are the vulnerable population or if you have that in your house, if you have, um, you know, a three-month-old. You might handle your day-to-day life differently. You might still wear that mask to the grocery store. You know it's helped. So maybe because of that in your situation, you do wear the mask. You know, you might realize, I might not have done this if I didn't have this three-month-old, but I do, um, that type of thing. Or, you know, if someone close to you is already sick with, a, a you know, chronic illness or their disease or their immune immune system is kind of lowered for whatever reason you may handle that differently so definitely think about kind of individualizing your approach that's how we should handle everything in the world in the life uh, that we lead but you know they can't really give a 300 million different recommendations out for you to live your life so definitely make a good calculation of your own risk of the risk of those around you and you know we're going to be living with this for a while um the good thing about having gotten it now is it gives a certain level of Im- immunity and protection, not like a full immunity, but I also have the vaccination. So maybe it all kind of works that I don't get sick on this tour run. Uh, this tour run is going to be um, all of New England, hitting like uh, Manchester, Portland, uh, New York, uh, Connecticut, or let's see, New Haven, uh, and then Burlington and Montpelier. So nice little run. Uh, if you're up in the New England area, definitely come out. Uh, tour plug, tour plug, the must be the drugs tour. Uh, <coughs> This is kind of to, to showcase the new album and to you know sell the new merch, et cetera. Um, and you know, it's almost like I, I looked at like a punchline, like kind of like, okay, how are we how are we doing so well at the uh, you know battling the pandemic? Finally, oh, it must be the drugs. <laughs> We're doing a little better with um, treatment as we tend to. We get our medicine better and we have a better chance. But um, hopefully, the uh, the the numbers continue to improve. We know that as the fall comes and folks congregate indoors more, it gets tricky for any disease that's kind of spread uh, the way these diseases are spread. So um, be alert, be smart. You've learned a lot in the last couple of seasons of this to make better choices now. Um, I wasn't making the best ones. I was, I guess, trying to sneak in these rap shows here and wherever I could before the school year started. And, you know, it puts you at risk. And so I have to kind of own that. Um, it wasn't the worst thing in the world. I've, I've been sicker than that before, but it was definitely being sick. Um, so be ready if you do, um, you know, you end up having to travel through a crowded airport and, and you know you got kind of, or you know you're about to be exposed to some different, you know, a lot of different vectors, put that mask on. Um, I think, well, I, I, I'm, I haven't flown in a while. I, I know the mask mandates were still in place then. I can't remember if they are right now. So anyways, uh, protect yourself. We've all learned how to do that so much better. Um, you know, continue to do that. Um, and then if you get sick, take care of yourself. It's not easy, but, um, you know, you'll get through it. I got through it. Uh, my family got through it. We're all, all doing okay now. So and we're back to kind of w- what we did before. So um, maybe going to be a little more vigilant than, than, we, than we were for the last little bit. But I don't know that I'm wearing a mask out here on this tour. I don't, I've got masks with me, and I'll wear them in certain situations that feel, you know, appropriate. But I, I can't really wrap with a mask on. It doesn't work for me. So... Anyways, I guess we'll keep on making the best decisions we can for ourselves, and I hope you can uh, respect that of your fellow man. I'll try to do the same. Um, Yeah, this has been uh, 
another episode. Uh, who needs a classroom? I do, you do, we all do. Uh, thanks for listening, uh, as always. And um, yeah, hope you're well. I'll catch y'all soon. Peace. The professor. Nerdy scientific type, I mean. The professor. The professor.